Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. The lost art of telephone communications is today's quickie. I can't say I was always an individual who loved to talk on the telephone. I can also can't say I was always an individual who loved to text on the telephone as well. But I can tell you, as I've gotten older, I cherish and embrace the actual phone conversation, picking up that phone, holding it to my ear, or popping in some headphones, and walking around the house or washing my car, having a conversation with friends, right? It's a it's a stress relief for me, to be honest. And and I find it on the opposite side stressful to text a conversation. It's easy to, 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 to communicate something to someone, you know, an address, meet me at this time, give them information via text message. You know, those things in my in my world are very reasonable. But when folks want to have extended conversations via text message, I start to panic. And the next thing I do is I hit the call button and I answer their text with a call, which is hella crazy because my mom used to do that to me. I would text her and she would call me in return. I'm thinking, I text you. Why couldn't you just reply back with the message? And her reply was always, I'm the mother here, which is perfectly fine. (laughs) And so, you know, I don't know if I adapted that same style for my mom, but I can tell you, I enjoy the conversation of speaking with someone on the phone. In fact, maybe my friends couldn't sense that and they feel the same because my close friends literally call me almost daily and we talk sometimes from 30 minutes to an hour and it's just organic conversations about great topics that we all love. I love the art of talking on the phone and I'm not trying to persuade anyone to, you know, to change their mind on, you know, how you communicate, you communicate whatever styles that are perfect for you, but I enjoy the art, if you will, of telephone conversations. And that's the quickie for today's ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others, because we support everyone here on the channel. Today's episode, we're going to like talk about techie communications. And I kind of want to like break it out specifically techie communications, because we live in a tech dominant world and communications, you know, we, 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 say communicating or how we communicate, but we never really have any structure or ideas on how to navigate the communicating space. And so today I want to introduce a communication expert who came all the way over, not really that far, but came here to my home studio here to join me. So welcome, uh, No Pants Required, Danny Jackson to the podcast. Hello, hello. Good day to you. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. It's a little overcast, you know, but it's also... It makes me feel good. Have the candle going in the background, have my water over here because that's my drink of the day. I feel really good. What about you? Fantastic. I'm in a very good mood. First and foremost, was excited about just even being able to be here today, right? Yes. So the fact that we are just what you said in this amazing space, which I am so impressed by. Thank uh, you. I'm in a very good mood and I'm just ready to just dive into this conversation on communication. You already affirmed that the work and effort I put in to make this feel like a cohesive and comfortable space. So I felt like I've done 
a good job. Thank you for that. For sure. All right. So I'm starting something new today. And I'm going to ask from this point forward, every guest who come on the No Pants Required podcast, tell me something you think is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. All right. Well, cool. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind right now is the fact that I believe through communication, all things can be worked out. Everything that you could fathom can be worked out through communicating. It's just the way you do it. And I don't think everybody agrees with me with that. I have gotten so much pushback um, when I say that to certain people. Uh, some people, they want to, you know, they are OK with letting things go. But that's just the one thing for me. I believe all things can be fixed. Um, just recently, I was uh, listening to an interview with uh, Mike Tyson, actually. A very wise guy. Um, I never got a chance to even dive into who he was as a person. Mm -hmm. And so in watching this interview, he was talking to a gentleman, and I don't remember who it was right now. But he asked the question, if you had an interaction with somebody and they did something to offend you, how would you respond? And the guy said, depending on how they offended me, I would just cut them off, let it be. And I would, you know, respond in a particular way. Just cut it loose. Wow. Just be done. And Mike Tyson's response was the devil just won. Mm, wow. And the gentleman he was just speaking with said, what do you mean? I, I protected myself. I cut the guy off. It was just a no brainer. Right. For me. I did what I needed to do to save my personal space and my emotions and et cetera, right? Mike Tyson then responded and he says, the fact that you got, you were changed, the devil won. It changed you to the negative because I assure you that one wall that you put up for this one gentleman, nobody will be able to even step close to what that hurt was for you because you didn't 100% deal with it, right. cut it and let it go. That's correct. So with that being said, the one thing to, to culminate this is I think through communication, all things can be worked out and fixed. That makes Not to sense. say that the person needs to get back into your world, but it right. could be worked out where we can at least be cordial with each other. And that makes sense. And that ties into what we're going to talk about today, the intersection, if you will, between communicating via tech medians. I think that is very critical. Um, with definitely with even with generations, right? We we do communicate in different styles, and uh, and I can say, you know, it being a transit from a different location to here, and I think many people are in many different parts of the world. You know, we have to continue, and I won't say have to, but you know, we, we have to and choose to continue conversating. <laughs> you like the word <laughs> conversing with friends um, and our family members wherever they may be, right? We may not be in the same location as we grew up. And so we have to communicate and there's all different type of forms of communicating. And I definitely want to explore all of those and share our different uh, experiences with communicating in this episode. So, you know, I do want to dive into, just jump right into it. You know, I hear people say, you know, they're when they multitask, right? You know, I always think, are you present in that conversation? And do you multitask while you're on the phone? Like, are you really present on that phone? Are you listening to that person while they're speaking, while you're texting? Maybe a dog is barking. Maybe someone's in the background cooking. Maybe your partner is in the other room or in the same room 
on a separate video call, right? Or your kids is in that room. There's a lot of distractions going on, right? And so you mentioned that, you know, everything can be solved through communicating, you know? So how do you feel about that when, when one can suggest that I'm really good at multitasking while communicating? I think that is a great question. And I would say that uh, there are people, there's a group of people that really celebrate the fact that they can quote unquote multitask, mm -hmm. right? Um, in my opinion, I believe that uh, the multitask uh, efforts or behavior, I think that, that it's a time and place for everything, right? Was there ever a time where, um, and on my job or in my workspace, I had to multitask to get certain things done because of time constraints and things? Absolutely. But when I have somebody communicating to me, right? Because for me, I know that a part of communication, uh, you have to be a great listener. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And then you have to listen with the intent to understand so you can respond appropriately. Right. And that's that's very critical because I, I, I cherish that element of it, like the intent, you listening with intent. And oftentimes, you know, I sense others listen to rebuttal. Correct. You know, they're not listening to take it all in. They're already formulating their response. You're already missing with the, the intent of that individual that, you know, they may give may come to the same conclusion where you are. Just allow that organic space in that individual to communicate that. Understood. Understood. And so I will tell you, a lot of times when that happens, that is because the individual, they may have a wall or a guard up in that particular scenario. Right. And they already have in their thoughts why a certain thing happened right. or why that is. And so they come to the game. They come to the conversation prepared to win this yep. war, win right. this battle. And this is what I'm going to do. So I no longer am in the space to receive and understand. I've gotten enough and I am here to attack. That's and unfortunate. I, uh, that is very unfortunate. Um, and so I've always found it to be the best uh, practice, if you will, to I don't care what the situation is, always come with the mindset of trying to understand why a person did a certain thing mm -hmm. or why a certain behavior was executed that disturbed you to the point of why we're here in the first place. And it makes sense. So I was going to actually cover this a little bit later, but I think I want to bump this up because this feels like this is the perfect time to bring it in. So you have several years in the communications industry uh, experience, professional right. experience. And I want you to cover, you know, whatever you'd like to share to the podcast with that. But also, you know, you recently started your own venture, if you will, or ventures, actually. So I feel like maybe we should cover that now and just give the listeners a little bit background about who you are and where you come from. Sure, sure, sure. So as you stated just now, you know, a lot of years in the industry, in the business, um, 20 years plus, actually, um, in the business. And so one thing that I realized throughout my years of, you know, just being taught. And I, I call it life teachings, honestly, mm -hmm. um, because I was once that person where I was a poor communicator. Um, a lot of what I did was through actions. Okay. And, you know, I would re I, I coined this phrase um, before you do say. Okay. So I'm never in a place where I have to guess why you're behaving in a certain way. 
right? And so that helped me out even in the workplace. Like I have to communicate my stance um, to anybody that I'm in relationship with, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I use the word relationship because I think what we do as a per as a people, we divide what relationships look like. And for me, relationship, one of the founding pillars to relationships is communication. 100%. Yes. 100%, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that means work relationship. That means romantic relationship. That means family relationships. You have to be an effective communicator. Yes. Right. And so uh, go, taking it back to uh, my career and what got me to this place, um, I just saw so many broken relationships, if you will, work relationships um, in in corporate world and i just did not see that there was a resolve to this i saw people leaving the company i saw yeah. people you know being very angry and didn't like their jobs and it was really from what i observed it was the founding pillar of this person was not a they were not a, they were not a good listener or their bosses were not effective communicators right that's correct. right uh uh some of the bosses that um, I experienced through my years, um, they were unfortunately, some of them, not all, do as I say because I've arrived at this place, not as I, you know, whatever, you know, not as I do. So the whole do as I say because I've arrived, I need some explanation, like how did you arrive here, right? Mm -hmm. So that I can appreciate where you are and actually have a leg in the game. Taking it to, you know, I would say present day where I, I have a company uh, consulting firm, Creative Solutions. I started that company off the basis of people don't leave their jobs. They leave their bosses. That's correct. Yeah. They leave their but Why? And this, so you have to ask the question, why? And so the step after that is because, which is our topic today, some bosses are not effective communicators. Absolutely. Yeah. They're not. not. And so they have frustrated staff. They have frustrated members on their team because they are not conveying what the underlying message is of this particular project or work um, should be. You know, and, and that's interesting because, you know, there's layers to that among other layers, among other layers, because it's, it's very complex when you say effective communicating. And, you know, sometimes I think people hear the word or they say the word here or say the word communicating or communications. And we understand it to be important, but how to implement that, I think is what you're talking about there is where people fall short. You also have to take into account generational uh, aspects of communicating. Um, you also should take into account, not you, but everyone here, really. Um, you mentioned like body language. Um, there are virtual communicating elements to being effective in person, effective communicating. Um, you also have, and I don't, you know, want to, I know generation goes with the age part of it, but, you know, I think that's important to people to understand that. And then you have the last part styles, right? Some people have different styles of communicating. Some people have different styles of listening. And I think it's important for people to recognize first, foremost, your own particular style of communicating and how you receive communications. And then from there, how do you effectively do the same for the other person? You have to give that person space to communicate drop whatever you're thinking boss employee listen to each other and i think that is very important and it takes a sense of 
of of pride to you know put yourself down i won't say down put yourself in the same level as everyone right you're not above or beneath you know you are a peer and i think it's important just humble yourself in and maybe that could be a first way in the door for effective communicating i think it's very it's complex on many areas right and i hope that the listeners here today can get a real good sense of what we're talking about and how we're trying to convey effective communicating right and of course we'll have some fun with it i love that i love that um you said something just now where you talked about the whole pride piece right and the way i would like to communicate that on my side is that there has to be a level of vulnerability which means trust also has to be a part of the equation yes right can't be vulnerable to somebody you don't trust that's right? true so if that's a piece you need to work out you got to work that piece out too yes and yeah. that's that's funny you say that because you know some folks may say well i don't know this individual to trust them but you have to extend good trust just extend trust and and have the hope and assurance that that individual you know is trustworthy absolutely i think that absolutely. is a great part of you know communicating yeah absolutely and uh to piggyback off of what you said you know yeah i don't know this person enough to trust them well i think that in that light right there you're um assuming that this person has the capacity to do what somebody else did to you that didn't feel so good mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and so that is actually a step mm, this could get really deep <laughs> but you have to go back and forgive that situation yeah it is so important so that you can understand why that individual did that thing that didn't feel so good to you you are dealing with a completely new person yes and so um it takes me to the place where i i have people that i know that claim to be realist mm -hmm. and i love when people say i'm a realist <laughs> Because what they're really trying to say is this negative connotation or this negative behavior that you're seeing to me is just me being real. No, 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 no. This is what I assume. This, not even assume. No, no, no. This is what I am taking away from that. Let me talk to you about what that looks like. So a realist typically is a person, quote unquote, is a person that looks at 10 scenarios as to how this could play out. Mm-hmm. Yet they lean on the one scenario yes. that is least favorable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they call themselves realists. I would like to submit to the audience, to you, that I feel like a realist is somebody who has the power to understand all of these scenarios could happen, but I am going to remain neutral mm -hmm. and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Right. And also While sometimes understanding give, the negative could happen. Go ahead. And give people the space sometimes to show I, themselves. Right. I, you know, maybe and that's a good, good way of looking at it to show yourself, you know, maybe they were under some other pressures. Last week. Right. And maybe after sleeping on it or internalizing what the conversations were the week prior, they come back with a different perspective without even having anyone intervene. Right. Just allow people the space to mess up or to have an opposing viewpoint, right? It's their view, right? We have 7 billion plus people on this planet. We all are not going to agree. Correct. And if you expect all of us to stop, just stop. We are not all going to agree. So with that, understand you're walking in the room, however many people are there, with that many different perspectives. If you're even trying to solve one solution, doesn't matter. 
you're still going to have that many different perspectives on how we to arrive to a outcome and and i think that's because i like that kind of dynamic dynamic i think that's fun you know some people think that could be a challenge you know my way is the way because i feel like i'm the smartest in the room yes well newsflash everyone in the room is smart i concur i concur because we all have our own individual strengths yes, yes? Mm -hmm. and so when you i i and i wouldn't even say that this is reactionary but it kind of is so when you're dealing with a new person you know you just let them behave how they would behave uh one of my most favorite people on earth um is maya angelou right one of my favorite people <laughs> right and maya uh angelou uh stated let a person show you who they are that's right and believe them the first time that's right right but then let's just take it a step further because keep in mind we have to work together mm -hmm. i believe you but now i need to inquire about why that behavior is if the room is necessary for right it, so that we i can gain the best understanding as to why you are the way that you are so when you are short with the text messages mm -hmm. which you were this morning sir <laughs> was i because uh, <laughs> i was you, taking a nap <laughs> <laughs> when you are short with text messages thank you for explaining i i understand mm -hmm. i know what that means mm -hmm. so because i know that's your style i'm not offended it doesn't bother me but i had to get understanding and i'm going to tell you it wasn't until you just said what you said that i got additional understanding gotcha. as to why our text message interaction this morning was so short right there you go right right because there was room for me to be in my feelings because i am not a short texter mm. especially when i'm getting ready to do you know business now that i know i do know your communication style is more so verbal yeah does not mean you did not communicate. Let me be very clear about that because I right. did talk about communication styles. When I deal with people, clients, etc., um, and they're struggling with communication, I first, my first question is, is this person communicating? Mm -hmm. And then after we get the yes or no, how mm -hmm. are they communicating? Right. Right. You have to first understand that. Um, and then you can move on. Right. You and I, we, there was no animosity. There was nothing because I know. OK, so that takes me back to something you said earlier mm -hmm. when you're dealing with other people and meeting people for the first time and things like that. There are some questions you have to answer. That's right. From that or have to have answered from that person you're dealing with. A, are they respectful? B, do they have my best interests? C, and you can take it on forward. Right. Mm -hmm. After you've uh, understood or you've uh, gained knowledge around th those pieces then you could proper properly deal with that individual with the hopes of now that you know they have your best interest and they're respectful now you can give them room to error right that's right mm -hmm. quote unquote error right. without you being offended because you know that that's just a behavior trait that they have you talked about family um mm -hmm. uh generational behavior uh, behaviors right you are a talking per you're verbal yes, yes? Mm -hmm. i could be more so techie 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 uh texting <laughs> right yes right or email so yeah now that we know we can come to an agreement on what our relationship style will be right because you're not going to change to say you're a texter or well, whatever but you can uh agree to say you know what i can i can um uh compromise well right? I, I was gonna say that because yeah there are times where you know because i do like to talk on the phone there are times where you know, i realize people are not like that 
So um, I do one or two things. <laughs> and I do it purposefully. When I know someone is not comfortable with talking on the telephone, I video call that person once a week. Nice. Just to challenge them and myself. Because I'm not a big video chat person either. Right. Um, but I do it with maybe I have a friend who I actually call almost, you know, once a week ish and just randomly, I have literally nothing to ask or say. I just want to be on the phone and wherever the conversation goes, it goes. If it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever the case is, I get it. Right. Um, but I think people cherish that. Right. And I think, you know, I can adapt, you know, my style and change it up. And if I need to send out a text as well, I can do that as well. Um, I recall once playing on my Xbox and I have some friends and <laughs> a friend uh, on Xbox uh, sent a message to someone, maybe not the best message to send to an individual and um, was put in timeout for quite a little bit of time for Microsoft, right? And I joked to the, my buddy, I said, you know, maybe you should have put comma LOL at the end to soften it up a little bit, right? <laughs> and I think I you know, have realized that as well when you're in text me messaging, communicating, you know, we're going to get into this a little bit more, but like, how do you, how do you build intent into text communication? Right. And sometimes in my brain, I think the emojis help, you know, I think they help with softening. They help with translating. It helps with you know, just different parts of communicating. And so I try to be a little more intentional with that part of it. And of course, recognizing who I'm, I'm speaking with. But I also think, like I said earlier, I think my friends also recognize my style because a lot of my friends do tell me, you're the only person I talk to on the phone. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Cause I talk to everybody on the phone. <laughs> but I, so I guess, you know, they recognize this. And I'm not, I, I'm not like demanding that individual call me on the phone. I think it's just because I've communicated it or because when they call me or when they text, I call. <laughs> they realize, you know, I may prefer to, that level of communication. So I think that's, you know, it's important for me as well to be able to adapt um, to their style as well. So if I need to get into that conversation, I can. And, and I think one way I do that, because I do forget stuff, is I don't, and we could probably dive into this because I'm on Android and... Um, Renee and I had this conversation. He's on um, iPhone. And so when I get a text message and I'm not in the moment, like earlier today when I'm taking a nap or um, if I'm driving, I am not a text and driver. I, I can't do it. I can't. I literally cannot text and drive. I will hit a wall. So I don't do it. Um, I do like the voice text feature. And I know we're going to dive into all of those. But so what I do is I leave the text message in the unread. But it's not like I click on a text. So what I do is I just drag down the notification tray and I say, and it gives me the ability, depends on how many items is in a notification tray. It gives me the ability to actually almost read the entire notification. Obviously the phone is unlocked. Um, and so I look and I say, okay, all right. Okay, I'll deal with that later. I swipe back up, it's still unread. So next time I turn my phone on, I still have that icon notification at the top. So that helps me. And if I need to have, a, you know, a intelligent response, you know, I'll put that in a text message. Um, yeah. And I give another example of a text that went wrong, you know, and it literally, it took me three days 
to write this one message. I wanted to be very intentional. Wow. And I wrote it with thinking of the receiver, but also conveying my message, right? Again, three days to write this message. And um, not to go deep into it, but I never got a response from that message. Years later, never got a response. Um, I found that to be interesting because the tent, the intent of that message was communicating. And I was like, wait, okay, I got it. I have resolved my side. I'm very good here. Um, but then I got some information later on from someone else that, that I showed the message to, and I was told you left one piece in there that gave the individual an out not to reply. I say, wow, of all the damn things I wrote in this three damn day message, that one part is the part that, you know, everything else I said, you know, so, so, you know, yeah, it could be very challenging communicating effectively, you know, when you're trying to get a tone or intent out via text message, you know, for me, I just started to just talk about it on the phone or in person, but yes, it, it can be done, but you know, it, it also depends on the receiver too. I concur. I concur. I love that. Um, first, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I don't like that at all. But, I'm not sorry. You know, my mind goes in so many different directions because um, I have questions. But we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> absolutely. We'll dive, so, we'll dive deep into it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I love that this is a perfect segue into the different styles and the way that we can convey our message. Um, of course, leaving this to the whole tech industry we have so many tools now emojis gifts icons so many ways to convey what we're trying to say right mm -hmm. and so these the, the tools are there but i think before the tools you have to have a proper knowledge of what effective communicating looks like true right um because everybody's talking That's are you right. effective that is right everybody's communicating something are you effective yeah. And so I would say an effective communicator has to be somebody who has patience, 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 mm -hmm. because every person that you communicate with based on where you start the conversation or the communication, you have to first check for their level of understanding. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And so if you don't know that, Again, this whole vulnerable piece mm -hmm. is so necessary because if they respond differently than what you would expect, hopefully you don't have so much expectation, but maybe you should, maybe you should, but that is true. You have to leave room for the other person to state their truth. Mm -hmm. Now, what you do with that truth, that is up to you. Do you beat this person up for it? Or do you have the mindset to say, okay, well now I, I just checked your understanding do you have room to explain further? Do you have the capacity to even dig any deeper, right? Because that's where my statement at the top of this conversation goes. Any and everything can be resolved mm -hmm. with communication. It is the way you communicate. It is the patience behind it. It is the understanding behind it. It is the levels of relationship and years that you may have with an individual, whether it's new or old. But at the end of the day, the formula is simple. And, but sometimes doing the simple things can be very difficult because when I say vulnerable, 
that's simple, mm -hmm. but it's difficult because vulnerability requires trust. It requires different things that is going to make you leave you open. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would say if you have a solid stance in who you are as an individual, knowing where you want to go and and what your intentions are for the nature of and the sake of this relationship, nature and sake of this relationship, then you could get anything worked out. That's absolutely correct. You know, I think it's like you just mentioned there. Are, the tools are there. And as you was talking, you know, I was thinking about, you know, it's it's very difficult to, I guess, put yourself in the receiver's shoes. Right. And so maybe you had an intention or you have an intention and you you very thorough in that message that you sent. But on the opposite side, it's not received that way. And it could be because a person is holding on to a different conversation and not just looking at that particular message that you just sent. Um, but you have to also prepare yourself for, you know, how do you communicate that? Or if you don't get the response back, you mentioned um, expectation. If you don't get that response back, then how do you respond accordingly to that? Right. Do you and I think you said it earlier. Do you clarify or do you want to restate the intention or, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say this or, you know, something like that. And I think, you know, it could be a challenge, but but it's all just communicating. Right. And like you said, everything could be resolved through communication. So if a person has an issue with that, like your Mike Tyson story, that individual who had the problem simply reply. I'm sorry, I'm not understanding what you're saying. And then you can easily come right back and reply with that. And everything is clear via maybe a couple of messages, right? As opposed to now it's years later and we still have unresolved conflict that could be completely unnecessary. I love that. Absolutely. Um, that's what you want to avoid people. Um, anybody that is listening right now, everybody that's listening, that's what you want to avoid. You want to avoid years of misunderstanding, years of, you know, being stagnant with somebody, right? That you may love, care about. They may be your family. Somebody has to open up. And that's where, again, vulnerability comes to play. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of shut your pride down, even in the workplace. Yes you're a supervisor over a hundred people and people are looking, they are assuming that you should be in a particular light, mm -hmm. assuming you should be at a particular strength and their assumption may be proper. However, you need to state that also one thing that I, because I grew up in my industry, right? I don't care what role I had. I always allow my staff to know this. I am human. I am not perfect because I am standing in this role. I need your feedback, which is communication, because the feedback that I get is not going to necessarily be about my job function mm -hmm. because I'm a winner. It's going to be about how you and I execute these projects. Right. We got to work together. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so job function is never in question. Can this job be impactful to even the stakeholders? Yes, if the people can work together. How do they work together? By communicating properly and effectively to each other. Understanding that we all on this team, even if I don't have your best interest, I do want a good environment to work in. So I am going to be respectful and cordial at work. That's correct. Period. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, yeah, that's a great, great point that you just made. Um, and also, you know, I definitely want to dive into, like, <laughs> you know, 
texting can be, you know, have like negative interactions. You know, as I talk about, I seen an article that that mentioned, um, I, and I feel like sometimes it depends on who's the writer of something or who conducted the research and where the level of assumptions and um, experience lie. You know, so this article kind of sort of mentioned um, texting can have a negative impact on interpersonal development of like a teenage individual. And I think of, you know, like evolution in general, you know, we evolve with our environment, you know, as technology get better or ways of communicating or whatever we use as tools enhance our existence, right? And as those elements and items evolve, we generally usually evolve with them or some cases some without. And, you know, I think it's, it's important to recognize it, but I don't necessarily always think it's a negative thing, right? You know, when we, when folks communicated person to person, because we didn't have a telephone, right? Or there was a courier that passed on mail for people across wherever before people used to jump on the horseback and ride over to those towns and cities, right? And, you know, with technology, things have become faster. Globally, we could communicate quickly almost instant, if you will, right? Before it took weeks, months to communicate some of these things, right? And so I don't always think of everything being a negative because through technology, and I feel lots, it, it could be a bias of the researcher. I'm not like, like being negative on their research, but it, it, it's, it's, it's very strange to me that it's always a negative connotation to evolution and change as opposed to well, what are the positive things we got what are the things we've gained from the, these new tools that we did not have prior and so i'm not negating that texting at a you know young adolescent and or preteen or teen era can have some kind of negative impact i just think they evolve kids evolve kids are resilient you know they're gonna resolve right i mean re uh, evolve to like the day and age meet the challenge where we are now right i again i keep saying this i love it uh and i i would say to what you said that one statement about teenagers having a negative impact you know in their lives their worlds their development because of texting and such right i would say that statement has some validity to it simply because at the core of who we are as people we have not been taught how to properly communicate true right so i don't care what medium what means you use to communicate if the foundational aspects of communication doesn't resonate with you then you could use a computer you could use a text you can use smoke signals <laughs> if you don't have those right. foundational things in place right you're not going to be effective mm -hmm. so i agree with what you said as well you know we evolve so we just have to use these tools, these techie tools, so that we can be effective with what we're trying to convey. Right. So fun thing. Do you remember your first text message? Funny, funny story. You know, I was thinking about this on the way over here today, and I would say I do. My first, it's going to be so weird. I guess I was always leaving the set. My first, <laughs> <laughs> my first uh, acronym or first short text was BRB. <laughs> 
So I was always leaving. Be right back. So <laughs> it was my <laughs> BRB was the one that I thought about um, that I got that I used the most. Mm-hmm. Yes. What What was yours? So I would say this is going to I don't even have a problem with being aged here because I think some people have an issue with being aged. Look, we're humans. We grow from almost nothing. Yes. Well, little tiny little tadpole in an egg um, <laughs> to uh you know where we are now human and then we 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 turn back to the earth yes. right and so i don't have a problem with being aged here but uh my very first message text message i recall vividly and it was to my mom mm-hmm. via a pager okay. aka beeper okay. for some of you guys who get that i remember the pager beeper if you guys do not google it you youngsters okay. who are listening um <laughs> And I, I, I think it was f- um, five characters. I want to get it right. Oh, maybe I can't remember it now. Uh, zero three three four. I feel like I'm missing something there. No one. Um, zero one one three four. That's Correct. it. And Correct. if you put zero one one three four in the pager and you flip the pager upside down, it said, "Hello." Hello. That, ladies and gentlemen, was my first text <laughs> and message. And we need a drum roll. And ksh, right, right, wait, wait. Do I have that in here? <laughs> that would be awesome. Wait, I do have a little, a little clap here. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Give me a little clap here. But so I found that to be, you know, as a treat, right? You know, uh, my mom and I could communicate text. And we didn't know it was text messaging back then. But it was a way to, you know, say hello. And um, usually that was, that, that was the trigger for me to pick up the phone and call her because she needs to know where I was, you know, located and which is perfectly fine. Right. I think we had another one in there, but yes, that was my first text message and I loved it. I love it. I love it. It's if you make me think about this, um, you know, I myself am a man of a particular age yeah. and I remember my mother, uh, got myself, a t- I got a, a pager and the way she would communicate emergencies, of course, to mm-hmm. us, she would page me nine one one. Wait, isn't that a song? Beat me nine one one. Yeah, it that's could a be, Missy yeah. Elliott. Yeah. yeah, so Missy, <laughs> shout out to you when you hear this. So yes, I remember that very. That was in the nineties, and so yeah, my mom would would page me nine one one, and mm-hmm. I would get find a payphone, mm-hmm. a payphone from, wow. from from my bike, a payphone. Hopefully, Jeez. I had wow. some quarters in my pocket, right? And uh, I would call my mother. I would call home. So yeah, 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 boy, I'm going to tell you, communication has evolved. Has it has evolved. evolved, but essentially the core is still the same, right? Yes, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break here. And after the break, we're going to dive more into communicating in a corporate environment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others, we are very inclusive here on this channel. Effective communicating in a corporate environment. I didn't really think about this topic, to be honest, much in my career until the pandemic started. And it started to show, mainly because we were placed in a virtual environment. We had to adapt, again, evolving in communicating styles via text message or instant messengers and so on and so forth. But what I found to be very strange is I started to see the styles of others. I was really paying attention to how other people communicated or 
air quote, the lack thereof, right? And what I found to be fascinating was individual with almost refusal to adapt, right? And I'm not saying we have to, but when you're in an environment, I, I believe in embracing it, right? Because if you have to change, right? If you don't change, you're stagnant. If you operate in a business and you come up with a wonderful product and that product is very successful, over time, others may copy that or piggyback on that same success you had. And now there's a saturated market that's also producing that same type of product or service. What are you going to do for the next stage? Are you prepared for the next five to 10 years to, to remain in existence? And this is sometimes I think, and this is not the topic of today's conversation, but I feel like small businesses struggle sometimes because they stay in that niche area and they're unwilling to change. And I feel at work, I've seen it at the start of the pandemic and I've seen where people are unwilling to change and it is apparent. And everyone, you know, it started to notice that. So I, you know, you know, this is your, your lane. You are the communication expert here, you know, and I definitely want to get your, your, your side to what you think, you know, part of the issues are, or even part of the solutions, but community corporate environment, I think can be a very challenging place, especially because you don't have those personal relationships sometimes with people, right? You have those cordial relationships, but not necessarily a personal relationship. Yes. Um, as you were stating that just now it my mind went back to learning how to use the tools that you have access to and when those tools aren't learned it impacts the communication right um foundationally of course hopefully by at this stage which I still see a lot of it where there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Um, people have what it takes to get out or convey what they need to happen or what they're trying to say. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the frustration behind this pandemic is the fact that everybody at once, we were all thrust into this new world, thrust, literally thrust into this new world. True. And you know, Zoom, we're going to give you some kudos for a second. I want to say maybe the most used platform, you know. I would say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And one thing about, because I like that everyone was thrust into it, but I, I think the part that helped us, I have to be careful on not to be insensitive to where people have lost someone or have experienced hardship because of the pandemic, but we've gained so much out of it, in my opinion because of that word you said we were thrust into it right right we were forced to reckon where we are and how do we so you challenge right you come right. up with creative solutions to right. get better right and i think that is very key we were thrust into a new environment yes we were the good thing about the fact that we all went into it together uh one of the key components that you need I, i'm going to use the word grace <laughs> we, we we gave grace to each other because if there was a hiccup about taking somebody into a breakout room yeah. hashtag zoom yeah taking somebody into a breakout room you know and there was some stagnation behind getting that done there was grace because we were all in this together yeah and the that funniest was, part i didn't know those breakout rooms even exist right either until so i was <laughs> in, into a, a weekend training and a uh, shout out momentum education um 
and we literally went to a breakout room and i was like what the hell is this this is kind of <laughs> neat <laughs> you know yeah it's a virtual breakout meeting right mm -hmm. and so um yeah you know I, I just i would just say back to what you what i was saying initially is learning how to use the tools that you're given access to and be willing to learn and be willing to learn you have to you know and this again this hits home on so many different levels today we're talking about corporate america corporate world uh but keep in mind the things that I'm speaking about today, these behaviors, these best, these practices can be used in your everyday relationships, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's, again, it's just simply communicating effectively. And I, I typically like to say communicate from the root mm -hmm. uh, because when, you know, from the root, that means everything is touched, right? Um, and then you, you, there, you leave very little room for uh, misunderstanding you leave very little room for anything to go south but in case it does again staying open to make it to, to ensure that you pick up those pieces that do get left behind or those you answer those questions that do come um and leaving yourself um open for the fact that we're all frustrated mm -hmm. we get it we know that you were you know studying up until two in the morning to prepare your speech and now you have five 10 15 20 questions mm -hmm. behind what you spent so much time working on that flusters some people oh it does indeed because you feel like what you did this is perfection mm -hmm. to no end mm -hmm. but you got to understand not everybody's been where you've been mm -hmm. not everybody knows what you knows it knows what you know uh even when you think that you're, you're again i'm gonna say this and please take this note to yourself. Assumption causes so many problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. Assuming, assuming, assuming. Assuming is this to me. That means you have not done your job to research what that person knows or what they don't know. Are you unprepared for that, that topic that day? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. And so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say, you know, just using the tools that, you know, we have access to now um, and, and taking the time to learn them, you know, learn the tools. But, you know, on top of the, the learning of the tools, ensuring that you have the proper uh, communication etiquette, I'm gonna call it communication etiquette right now, uh, communication etiquette intact, so that you are effective. Mm -hmm. All right. So, with that you know i do you struggle with your style of communication because your communicating style is very thorough and so i can say oftentimes you know i just well I'll, let me rephrase that do you think you go into a room sometimes where people are not as prepared as you are and do you have a struggle sometimes communicating to those individuals i would say initially i did but ultimately it may have been a bit of pride if struggle came in if okay. i felt frustrated or flustered um because again not everybody's gonna know what i know and right. i don't want to walk in feeling like i'm the smartest man in the room i feel like i'm the only person who is me mm -hmm. and so i can only communicate from my personal platform right um while giving everybody else room to be on their platform as well right, right? so initially so initially maybe yes but you know, through learning um, and experience and and growth, no, not so much. Nice. I literally give everybody 
room to just do what they need to do nice. as long as we have the same agenda right and what are, what other type of tips you can give individuals who are wherever they are in their career right season or beginners um effective communicating and not just with supervisors but just in a corporate environment in general absolutely i would say this and i'm going to talk from i'm just going to call it uh frontline mm -hmm. if you're frontline if you are ceo you need to always and, and more so frontline right now because i have run into so many frontline workers that are afraid to communicate what they're experiencing i will say this and this this is talking about something that is not so fun something that is not so great i had an issue with a with a major company uh recently and when I dealt with, and I think all of us are going through this now, we know that staffing is a really, really big deal right now. Yes. Under, you know, I think, what are we in the, what's called the great resignation or something like Some that? Some call it that, yeah. Some call it that. So staffing is very little. Um, it, it's very hard to get, keep people in, uh, working um, and for whatever reason that is, right? And so I have had my patience tested so often uh, in this past year. But for me, you know, as I experience, I, I apply, I mm -hmm. apply. So I need an, uh, an additional dose of patience. Boom, let's get it done. So this is me specifically talking about the frontline workers, um, introducing something that is not so fun, a negative situation. So I had an issue with this major company um, and I on purpose positioned my stance. I don't have to be a jerk Correct. to talk about something that's negative. Right. I don't have to be an asshole. I don't have to be some mean person. Right. I just have to communicate my experience with a person who I feel can help me. Correct. That's it. That's it. So to the frontline workers, I will let me finish the story. I communicated my issue to the person who I felt could help me at the end of my interaction with this agent they sent me the nicest letter and said that I was their best patron customer, whatever mm -hmm. that they had had that day. Wow. And I didn't buy, I wasn't interested in nothing new, anything new. Right. I was there because I had an issue. Right. Yet the response was you were my favorite and the best customer I've had all day. Wow. Effective communication. Yeah. Frontline workers, don't be afraid to say what's on your thoughts. Make sure when you do, you position your, you put in what you want to get out. If you want to fight, then you're going to, that's what you open up with. Right. But if you are truly trying to make something happen for yourself, you can state that without being a jerk or an asshole right. or being that one employee, right? Right. Who uh, uh, is seen, uh, who, who is seen as the the cancer, if you will, for lack of better terms. Right. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and I think that with that, if you're talking to a supervisor, um, a boss, a manager, you know, that in any inkling has your best interest, they're going to hear you. Mm -hmm. They're going to hear you. Uh, and then sometimes I know there's a, there's a group of people out there that says, well, I've done that before and, you know, they didn't work for me. Well, okay, well, cool. We can work that out too. I stand firm in my opening uh, statement about any and everything could be 
fixed, resolved through communication. Mm -hmm. If you see that that person isn't willing to hear you or they're not trying to hear you, or maybe they lack poor listening skills or communicating skills themselves. Right. Right. Then you have to find another lane. Don't stop. Correct. Don't stop. You just identified another issue or a problem or obstacle. Right. Obstacle. I'm going to use that right. word. Yeah. An, an obstacle that you just have to get through. Because at the end of the day, your communication should be, should, should yield results, people. Your communication, your communicating should yield results. So whatever means you need to uh, utilize uh, to get done what you need to get done or to convey what you need to get uh, convey on uh, frontline workers, uh, say that to your bosses. Um, back in my uh, my world, my corporate world, co corporate life, uh, we called it coaching up. Mm -hmm. Coaching up, you know, um, and that was in, in a sense to where you were interacting with your supervisor boss whomever and they did something that kind of hit you against the grain or that just was not so conducive for your project coach up uh to the leaders to the managers out there make sure your staff your your team they they know you you that they feel open and um vulnerable enough to say different things to you and i'm gonna give you a, a tidbit about this right you can say something personal about yourself that is not going to go against your corporate policy. That's correct. Yeah. I like the color blue. That is something personal. My, my color's red, but that is something personal about myself because I opened up to my team, my staff. They're going to say they're going to see that this is a safe place. Correct. A right. safe space. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just communicating. And then once we have got we've got those things done, we all know we're here to do a job. That's thing number one. That should be not seen. Or I will tell you this. Every team I have ever led, I always say numbers are secondary to me. My first responsibility is to ensure that you and I work well together. Because most of us know the lives we live in our corporate jobs, we spend more times there, more time there than we do in our own homes mm -hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Meaning 2019. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back in the day. And so if you build healthy, build healthy relationships through communicating and communication, uh, you'll have successful um, days, weeks, years uh, in your industry. Makes sense. Thank you again, Danny, for joining our podcast and offering up these wonderful tools and expressing some of the, the critical pillars, if you will, for effective communicating. Um in our lives on all different levels. So uh, what have you been working on lately? What do you want to offer up to the listeners for your creative solutions, business and photography? Thank you. Thank you for, for giving me this platform. First and foremost, such an honor to be here. I am going to tell you, this is one of my favorite things to do. Yes. Um, because I believe that each and every one of us have so much greatness in us and we have so many years of experience under our belts, mm -hmm. right? We do. Um, and, I think that if we remain open, you can take a little bit of something from everybody, from everybody, right. a little bit of something from everyone. Right. If you just, you know, remain open and and oh, and, and understand. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so about creative solutions, again, um, executive co uh, executive consulting firm, mm -hmm. uh, essentially, um, I. I work by way of being a business coach. Uh, much of what I said today are my pillars. Um, I will go and I don't care what industry I'm having to partner with. I always, always, always tackle relationship issues by uh, rela relationship 
relationships, I would mm-hmm. say it like that, <laughs> uh, in the workplace by way of communicating. Yeah. How effective are you doing it? Do your uh, staff, does your team know what your vision is? Do they know the vision, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, are they able to carry it out? Right. Because again, all of that is through communication. We can go in any direction once we understand and identify where we need to go. But in order to do that, we have to communicate. You guys, I got to tell you, and I don't want to sound arrogant when I say this. Life can be so much easier. Us as a people, as a nation, as a world, right, can can be so cohesive if we each gave each other room to just present how we need to present. And Because I want to say... Each of us wake up every day, hopefully hoping for yourself goodness. Mm -hmm. I hope that. Right. I hope that. And I think goodness doesn't always prevail because you have a person, persons, who push against who you are, how you communicate, you know, your entire stance, which causes a problem. Right. Because there's there doesn't there's no now you 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 see for yourself or you feel that there's not a space for you. A lot of our issues that we have as a people is because we don't give each other space to just be. Yeah. And therefore, the violence happens. Um, the misunderstandings happen. The wars happen. Right. Because we don't give each other room and we we don't we don't try to understand anymore. Right. We don't. The cancel culture is so big because we don't try to understand anymore. It's very frustrating on my part. But what I will do, though, is put out what I expect and I expect goodness. So in any environment that I ever go into, this is the tone you're going to get every time. Nice. Because that's what I expect. Right. Be what you expect. I like it. All right, so what I would do is uh, link the uh, any way to communicate with you here in the episode description, so you guys can find that in the description of this today's episode. Um, thanks again, Danny, Thank for so joining. Much. Thank you uh, this so has much. Been a, this has been a really good episode, and I like the topic of communicating. Thank you. All right, guys, so till next time, uh, to support this channel, consider downloading the Pie Bean app and consider purchasing golden beans, and those golden beans can be donated to this podcast to support this channel. Remember, Positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Peace.